Hey everyone, Michael Anthony here. Van Halen, Chickenfoot, Sammy in the Circle. But anyway, you're listening to the only podcast that is dedicated to breaking down the entire Van Halen catalog one track at a time. And the podcast will rock. Ow! Hello, baby! What's up, all you rockers, rockets, and everything in between? Thank you so much for joining us for a new edition of And the Podcast Will Rock. Welcome back, all you previous listeners. If you're new here, we are the show that dives into the catalog and discography of one of the greatest rock and roll bands of all time, Van Halen. We do it one track at a time. I am your co-host, Mark Kamayer. With me, as always, Corey Morissette. Corey, I'm pretty sure the weather has finally melted down all the ice in Canada. Am I right? Well, it was that way for a few days, and now it's freezing cold again. So now all the uh, water Ooh. that, you know, when snow melts, it turns into water. That is now frozen over. And then we get a nice little skiff of snow on top, nice slippery snow to go on top of the ice. So it's a death trap out there. So I'm nice and warm in my house with my whiskey, with my friends, ready to talk a little Van Halen. You know, uh, it turns out that I do have family and distant relatives in uh, uh French Canada, let's put it that way, in the, the the more French side. And I always thought that'd be a great uh, excuse to visit. But more and more every week when we talk about Canada's weather patterns, you go, you're losing me. Maybe I don't want to meet long relatives that bad. You know, if you're going to French, awful. if you're going to uh, to uh, French Canada, you're safe between like May and September. Okay, fair enough. So yeah. a summer a summer trip to exactly. Quebec, perhaps. Yeah. If you're coming uh, to Saskatchewan, we'll, we'll you got two weeks. There's two weeks in June where it's nice. <laughs> Uh, if you don't hit that window, you're fucked. How can I deny a trip to Regina and experience Regina? Everybody so, loves Regina. Well, That's right. Yeah, everyone does. Uh, but not as much as uh, I love our guests tonight. And I said guests, plural, because we are joined by two, uh, let's say, heavy hitters. Heavy, uh, I'll say fans of the people. People really enjoy our guests. And they enjoy one guest because... Uh, they are a frequenter of the show, and they enjoy another guest because this person is just everywhere we seem to go, Corey, you and I. Uh, we have a lot of history with one of our guests, but welcome to the show. Uh, our first guest, Jeff Saunders. You know him as the Hillbilly from the Hillbilly Holler, Jeff Saunders, Hillbilly Scribs. How you doing, Jeff? Good to see you, my dude. And I'm doing fantastic, guys, and I, and I'm thrilled. I'm just thrilled to be back on y'all's y'all's program. We're thrilled to have you, man. We a uh, lot lot of history with Jeff. We we mm -hmm. love and adore him, and we appreciate you being on the show. There it is. Take your first shot, everybody. But not to be outdone, with returning to the show, also fan favorite, probably actually no, it is. I think it was uh, hands down the favorite. Uh, of all of our guests, Corey, Landslide. to join the Landslide, show every yeah. time. So, uh, so please give it up, standing ovation, Van Halen style to Kelsey, aka Kelsey Van Halen. What's up, Kelsey? I'm having a great time. What do you? How about y'all? Very oh, excited you know, to have I, you back. Yeah, I'm excited to be here as always. So. We're excited to have you both. Uh, before we get into the main meat of the show, uh, first because we have uh. 
one of our special guests, Jeff Saunders, on the show returning. Jeff, you have something that uh, you are actually here to talk about, something uh, serious and something that is uh, very special to you personally. And uh, we thought, well, why not come on to our show, let our listeners hear it, and uh, please tell us. Tell us what you got going on, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So uh, some of y'all that, that have known me for, for a little bit know that that I work in the in the childhood cancer community. And uh, this time of the year, every year, I, I get involved in a charity uh, called the St. Baldrick's Foundation. And, and what this charity does is they're actually their sole purpose is to raise funding uh, for childhood cancer research. And what this looks like is uh, they help pay for a lot of studies and a lot of research grants uh, that, that look for better treatments and, and potentially cures for, for the different childhood cancers out there. So uh, this is this is a, a charity and a cause that's very, very close to my heart. Um, and, and you guys have been gracious enough to let me come on and, and talk about it and, and help get the word out. Uh, one thing that, uh, that the St. Baldrick's uh, charity does is they pump most of their funding into the research. So they don't spend a lot on, on advertisement. So doing stuff like this, we're kind of their marketing department. So uh, th that's the that's what I'm trying to do tonight is, is kind of get the word out. I know uh, I know that y'all have some of the most awesomest listeners in the podcasting listening universe, and uh, and I know that there's uh, there's some good hearts and good souls out there that can definitely uh, give us a hand with this. Um, so uh, some of the things that we're doing is um, we've got a couple of shave events coming up and and that's 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 kind of what all of our fundraising and, and our donation drives uh build towards are these events where uh, some of us uh volunteer to have our heads shaved and this is a a really really cool really sweet really um really touching way that, that we can honor and support and show solidarity with uh, kids and young folks uh that are that are fighting cancer because uh often with uh, the treatments that they have to go through to to uh, to fight these things. Um, they lose their hair, so so we we choose to lose hours with them, and and they get a real big kick out of it. And it's just uh, it really is kind of the highlight of my year. Um, this year is a little bit of an exception because I have been to the barbershop a couple of times, but normally I just let let this crap grow all year, and uh, and this is my one haircut. But uh, I did start dating this past year, so I, I have to look kind of presentable again. <laughs> well, you look dynamite and, and always. Well, thank so you. Thank you. Yes, of course. Um, and uh, that's not all, uh, Jeff. You are, uh, in, in addition to promoting right here on a show, uh, you are doing your own sort of promotion in your own sort of podcast webosphere. Uh, please tell the people about that. Okay. <laughs> um, so uh, one, of, one of the podcasts that, that I've done off and on over the last few years, uh, and it was actually part of the podcast group where uh, I, I really got close to you guys, uh, was from uh, the Feeding the Monster uh, podcast feed. I did a, a podcast called The Hooten Holler, uh, which kind of features this, this wacky character I do called Hillbilly Scribs. Uh, he's sort of the... Uh, sort of like the, uh, I don't know, the uh, it's his show. And it's sort of like a variety comedy show where I do a bunch of other voices and characters. 
Well, we're gonna, it's called the Hooten Holler, and and we're going to do a live stream YouTube video uh, of the Hooten Holler called the Hooten Hollerathon, and it's going to be uh, all for getting the word out and and raising uh, more donations for this cause. You will see, which uh, I think you have already seen some of my characters like in live or in real life in 3D, me dressed up, but I'll be dressing up like all of my characters on this. So you'll see Hillbilly Scripts. You'll see Old Whiskey. You'll see El Scriblo. You'll see Pooh Bear. Pooh Bear. And you'll see uh, <laughs> Cobra Commander. Oh my God. And maybe some more, uh, but those guys will all be there and, and they'll, uh, they'll be, they'll be part of the show and they'll be helping to spread the word about uh, St. Baldrick's. And then we'll segue from that to having some live guests on and, and, uh, and talking about the, the shave events and some of our, our goals and, and, and stuff. That is amazing. Uh, if that doesn't get you excited and uh, alone, then uh, I, I strongly encourage everyone to tune in. Uh, March 2nd is your live stream. So please be on the lookout for that. Uh, the Hoot and Holler a thon. Uh, it's just a, a, a variety show of a variety of characters. Just mayhem will ensue, but in the best possible way. I, I'm saying that from experience of, of working with Jeff and of just seeing the kind of things that he has come up with over over time. Uh, this is going to be very, very special and all for a great cause for St. Baldrick's. So, yeah, more on that later. I'm, we'll get into it later. But uh, but thank you, Jeff, for sharing with uh, sharing that with us. And thank you for being on the show. So. Uh, without further ado, let's kind of get into it. Corey, what is going on in the Van Halen news world? Well, I tell you what, there was one uh, big piece of Van Halen news. Uh, and remember uh, last time we were talking about uh, the, you know, the cat was out of the bag, Sammy Hagar, uh, finally working on remasters of the Sammy part of the Van Halen catalog for re-release on vinyl. They announced, mm -hmm. and we talked about the first, uh, the first uh, album coming up was going to be live right here, right now. And we kind of wondered why go with, with with the live album for the first one? Well, there's a reason. Uh, it's going to be released on Record Store Day, and there's only going to be 7,500 of them pressed. So if you want a copy of Live right here, right now, uh, you better act quick on April 22nd because it's only going to be released uh, to uh, independent record stores. Uh, it's an exclusive there. There's only 7,500. It's going to be very hard to come by. It's about 100 bucks, but it's four LPs. Um, you got the entire uh, two-disc... Uh, uh, release uh, put on three of the vinyl albums. Then there's a few extra bonus tracks, uh, including Eagles Fly uh, and uh, The Dream Is Over and um, uh, Mine All Mine. Uh, so those and Mine All Mine was never or Mine All Mine was released on a Japanese uh, edition. Uh, Eagles Fly and The Dream Is Over never released before uh, on CD. Uh, now being released on vinyl. It's only on vinyl uh, on nice, beautiful red vinyl coming out April 22nd. And uh, not even on the Van Halen news desk. That's how fresh this news is, Mark. But uh, I immediately had to find out where in Saskatchewan is there an independent record store where I could get my copy of this, right? There's one in Saskatoon. Mm -hmm. So our good friend, Kevin Brown, God bless him. I called him up and I said, dude, you got to help me out. There's only 7,500 of these things. And he has a connection at one of the record stores. He's going to make sure that there's a couple of uh, couple of these albums coming our way, one for him, one for me. Uh, but I, I recommend uh, you go to your local record store and make sure they can get you one because there's not going to be a lot of them. 
No, I can't imagine. So um, I am not personally a vinyl collector myself. I know that that seems wrong, but it just it's just never happened. However, I'm looking at uh, what these things look like. I would absolutely buy these uh, for a hundred bucks for the four of them. That I that's a steal to me, in my opinion. So uh, yeah, be on the lookout for that, guys. As Corey said, there's only so many left. Fresh, hot off the presses, just like these albums here. Uh, th that's amazing. Um, I, I am looking forward to seeing what my city turns into uh, as far as the uh, record collectors, because, you know, it, I, I live in Nashville. There's a ton of people who are uh, obsessed with collecting and uh, it, on record store day, the city can get pretty, pretty messy. So this this is going to send them all into a frenzy. I would imagine there's a lot of Van Halen fans out this way. So if you are one of those, you heard Corey. Be sharp on record store day. Go get your copy while you can. Get up early, but make sure your coffee is strong. Uh, and I'm sure I'm going to need some strong coffee for this next round because uh, it's time to check into the rocking polls. And I wonder uh, how the voting has turned out. I personally did not look at it this week because I just wanted to be surprised. Um, Corey, what were you surprised by the poll results? Uh, what are the poll results exactly? I, I was surprised, and I'll tell you in a second. First, I wanted to get uh, Kelsey's input uh, on oh, the yes. song "Little Guitars" because uh, uh, I, I don't know if she voted on that or and she didn't comment on it. Kelsey, are you a fan uh, of Little Guitars? Oh my god, I love Little Guitars. When I I remember like discovering that song and being like, oh, "What is this, Senorita?" <laughs> it's a banger. <laughs> I love Little Guitars. Well, I tell you what, you're not alone. This is actually the biggest uh, landslide. In, and the podcast will rock history, 98.6%. What dreams are made of only 1.4%. This dream is over out of 148 votes. So the, the, that is our biggest insane. spread. Yep, that is our biggest that spread. That is. I would have, I, this is the kind of uh, voting I would have expected from Jump or Unchained. Unchained. I was yep. I was sure Unchained was going to go that way, and it, it didn't. It was still a very, very large margin, but still, apparently our listeners just, re well, we called it. We called it because uh, we've had a lot of our listeners chime in and say, like, can't wait for you guys to spend little guitars or they are manifesting little guitars every time we do one of these live shows because we see it in the chat. You got your wish this time. And uh, I guess it shows people really enjoy this tune. So what are they saying about it? All right. Uh, some of the comments are our buddies from the Deep Purple podcast said, well, first they asked, is this the biggest differential in show history? Uh, and yes, it is actually. Yep. Uh, and, but uh, they say, I'm kind of sort of with Mark on this one. I definitely like it, but I don't really hold it in as high regard as most Van Halen fans do. That being said, it's a really good track. Yes. See, they get it. The Deep Purple podcast guys, they they, under, they understand me. And thank you. We appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, Judas Priestcast, they said, Little Guitars might just be the sleeper classic from Van Halen. Sleeper classic. I like that. Yep. Hard to argue with that. Uh, yeah. Our good buddy Rava Flav is back and says, once again, this terrific podcast delivers. Your backstory on the intro makes a big difference to me. Upbeat tune, unusual rhythm, and yet another rare DLR song that doesn't repeat the title of the song as the chorus. And the live concert use of the mini Les Paul. Wonderful. There you go. Thank you, Rava Flav. Hashtag Esteban. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> nicely done uh trockman 5150 says etch a sketch etch a sketch anybody in the right mind could see it's you and me now according to the uh, lyrics we found is actually catch as catch can not etch a sketch but that's a very common uh a misunderstood that's lyric funny, so. yeah i kind of i kind of wish it was etch a sketch yeah i know now. right 
Uh, he goes on to say, yep, Dave is in the zone with his lyrics. Uh, LOL. Love Eddie's flamenco style intro, which sets oh. the mood for the song. Great summer song to kick back, crank up, and crack mm-hmm. a beer to. Absolutely. I would ride with the windows that. down. Yep. 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 Yeah. 100%. Uh, false premise is the section towards the end where Eddie Solo is layered over his tapping riff while DLR sings the yearning oh oh still makes the hair on my arm stand tall. This is my entry Van Halen album. Bought it when it came out in 82 and love it. I have to chime in real quick because apparently, uh, and I was told by one of our fans uh, via Facebook, messaged me directly just to let me know as that they enjoyed the show. However, um, I am. I was absolutely wrong when I said uh, Eddie's using the uh, fret tapping technique on this song. Uh, this this person said, "Nope, that's that's not right," and you're driving me crazy every time you mention it on the show. Didn't want to be a dick, <laughs> just wanted to let you know. And I could have just accepted that, but instead I did some due diligence and I looked up as many live performances of Little Guitars as I possibly could. And I'm here to announce that, yeah, no, Eddie is not doing the fret tapping like I thought. He's he's uh. <laughs> He, he is able to create this sound illusion that sounds like he's tapping the frets, but he's not. So, uh, dear guy that messaged me, you win. And there's a couple of guys in the comments that kind of said the same thing, but they do it nicely. So uh, I'm always well, cool yeah. with, with getting corrected uh, when it's done nicely. So thank you for yes, that. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yep. Uh, Darren Wilburn says, uh, not surprised. I'm firmly convinced that you can't call yourself a true Van Halen fan if you don't like little guitars. Agreed. Yep. There you go. Uh, Scotty Monroe, an upbeat, happy tune that makes me think of rolling down the windows on a road trip. DLR sings a sweet, simple story. Alex has such great touch as always. Killer riff and tapping by Eddie. Not tapping, apparently. Would have liked more Mikey <laughs> on bass and harmonies, but it's all good. Hashtag WDAMO. What dreams are made of. Yep. All right. Heath McCoy's back says, what dreams are made of all the way. Just about to listen and so stoked. I hope you guys picked up on the meaning of the catch as catch can chorus. Apparently that's a professional wrestling term, uh, which, which I didn't never knew before. Wow. I'm a, I'm a wrestling fan and I didn't know that. So I, I I'll need a refresher. So uh, Heath McCoy, if that is your real name and it's not Heath Murphy, uh, please, uh, <laughs> please, please uh, uh, educate me. Cause well, I, right I, I want to know. I have oh, it right good. Here. Thank you, Corey. Yeah. Educate me. Catch as catch can is a wrestling term which refers more or less to real grappling as opposed to the predetermined worked matches for the purpose of entertainment and pro wrestling. So catch as catch can is real. In the context oh. of little guitars, as I read it, I think Dave is saying his love for the senorita is real. Anybody in the right mind could see it's you and me. It makes sense to me because Dave is often alluded to being a huge wrestling fan. If you think about it, even as cocky, larger than life, fast on the mic, flamboyant, but macho stage persona is not far removed from the Ric Flair's of the world. And then I he was says, going to say it's, it's all in the, in the leotard, but yeah, <laughs> I can see that. Because <laughs> I think when he turned with Sammy, he even posted it with all the hype of a wrestler cutting a promo or sorry, he even posed <laughs> it with all the hype of a wrestler cutting a promo as a sort of death match between the two of them each and every night where they were each trying to blow each other off the stage. It's a really clever lyric with more depth than people realize and misleading too, because I think most people really do think he's on about an Etch-A-Sketch because <laughs> that's how <laughs> Keith had heard it for years as well. <laughs> I think like a, a super kick would be his uh, finishing move. Oh, I would think so. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or spinning Probably the, so. the yeah. spinning with the, the fur the... boots. Oh yeah. Get <laughs> those fur boots on. He's pretty deadly with that mic stand too, though. Because remember when he I'm cut his nose? I'm thinking of the exact outfit. <laughs> yeah. Hold up, I'm gonna tweet it right now. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Like every every outfit I've ever 
recall seeing Dave in reminds me of wrestling gear. So oh, that yeah. absolutely yeah. Tra- yeah, that tracks. I, I can't believe I didn't make that connection before. Wow. Yeah. Thanks for that, Heath. Uh, let's go on now to yeah. Ryan Powell. Uh, probably the best from Diver Down and a strong hidden gem overall. Love that distinctive staccato riff. I was going to ask Mark the Bat to stop trying to manifest right now to save that one for me, but given his track record, it may be safe for him to keep trying. Because, yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. So so now we know the song Ryan is trying to manifest when he comes on the show in just a few weeks here. Well, I hope he's right. So because the the, the sooner we can get to that song, the better, because I really want to talk about it. You know what? It might be happening on uh, Fuck It uh, February next Saturday, because if we don't do a fuck song, what are we even doing, as Tom pointed Exactly. Out. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, Fat Man on Guitar says, hashtag what dreams are made of. This is a gem that doesn't get its due because of the unfounded diver down hate. Alex sets mm-hmm. things up perfectly, and the guitar in the intro is one of the first hints as to where Eddie's guitar sound would go in the Sammy era. Absolute classic. I feel like that's I agree, a lot it's a gem. with Diver Down and like, especially yeah. like, like Secrets. Secrets is one of my like all time favorite Eddie songs. And like, it just shows that Eddie can do it. Like he doesn't have to be super complicated with his rhythm. He can like make a perfect riff, riff, riff. If it's just like, you know, super simple, he makes it sound mm-hmm. great. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Van Halen, Van Halen lyrics account uh, says, oh yeah, you're exactly what the doctor ordered. Great song. Little guitars <laughs> sing to me. There you go. Nicely done. Uh, Robert Cato, listen to the episode. Awesome as usual. Note, Eddie is plucking three strings very quickly to make that sound on a mini Les Paul. In mm-hmm. studio, it also sounds to me like he has some lighter flanger or harmonizer going on as well. <laughs> exactly. So thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kevin Brown, uh, my hero, who's going to get me that uh, copy of uh, Live right here, right now on vinyl, says, best thing, Diver Down by Absolutely Miles. One of their best offbeat songs, and I like the Etch-A-Sketch. I always thought it was line. It's so breezy and light. Hashtag what dreams are made of all day long. DLR's delivery really reminds me of Colin Hay from Minute Work in this one. Really staccato. That's kind of a cool comparison. Ooh, yeah. Didn't think about that before. Good good, uh, good catch there, uh, Kevin. And actually, uh, Kevin and uh, Sean from the Sean Geek Podcast, they kind of go down a rabbit hole on uh, Colin Hay and uh, Minute Work. It's kind of cool if you want to check that out on this uh, Twitter check thread. Check that here. out, everybody. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Our good friend Michael Green says, Stellar track. I'm moving into my top 15. This song is a hidden gem on Diver Down because no one talks about that album. I love the fun guitar on this song. Great backing vocal. Alex doing Alex. Dave's vocals are spot on. Hashtag what dreams are made of. Nice. Um, Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Michael. Greg Zito says, the first time I heard Diver Down and there was a Spanish guitar intro, I didn't know what to think. I mean, this was a Van Halen album, but Van Halen was never afraid to do something different. In the Mm -hmm. end, we got a great track, and I had images of dancing senoritas in my teenage head. (laughs) All right, Davy Davy Lee Smith says, "Ah, the tune where Eddie plays an actual little guitar. Little guitars makes me so happy cute. and it feels good. What's not to like? Sing to me." And uh, as Tom uh, Tom Rumbruster uh, kind of proved too, not only did Eddie play a little guitar on stage, Mikey had a little bass too. <laughs> just a little bass. Okay, just a little bass. Uh, where we are? Uh, back to Robert Cato. I wonder if that is also why the song is called Little Guitars and DLR mentions it in the song. A great rendition of this to see live on YouTube is the Us Festival. Band is going nuts and you can see EVH playing on the little guitar. So there you go. Check that out. In his YouTube. beautiful overalls. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, the Sean Geek and Fast Fret podcast, Sean says, I have a love for Diver Down for this simple reason. When I would sneak into Fast Fret's room to steal a cassette, this one wasn't in the car. So this album got an inordinate amount of plays from me. So. <laughs> Uh, Robert Cato's back. No shocker you know, there. Yeah. 
<laughs> Another one of the best. EVH's guitar work is mesmerizing as always. And the lyrics, I used to drop the line to ladies in high school, Signorita, do you need a friend? I'm in love with you. And I believe somebody asked, how, how did that work out for you? And he said, well, I had lots of friends and the girls thought it was funny, cute. And I did end up with a high school sweetheart. So I guess ultimately it worked out great. So good for you there, Robert. <laughs> yeah, right on. Van Halen making a love connection. There you go. Van Halen has the power to do anything. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Seems that way. GHSAP McPeak says, great tune. Harmonies are fantastic. And Ed's little guitar is very unique in this one. Always sing along with this song while the windows are down. The volume is up and the wind is blowing through what's left of my hair. <laughs> that seems that seems to be a regular consensus. This is one of those that uh, you just drive and chill to, and I, I am all about it. 100%. Uh, Stephen H. says, the intro in itself is awesome. Then Alex's drums come in, and bam, they are off. Diver Down doesn't get enough love. Hang them high is so good. Boom, can't argue Starting that. to think it's true, yeah. yeah. And finally, Mike Griffith says, this album is so underrated, along with Secrets. There you go, Kelsey. Just so poetic and breezy. It's a Dave album, but a summer vibe. That Alex drum intro is mm -hmm. fantastic, as is Ed's little guitar. And those are the Twitter comments. Nicely done. Thank you, Corey. Thank you to everyone who uh, who contribute their thoughts. Uh, thank you for giving us your reasons as to why you vote the way you do. Um uh, we didn't hear much from the uh, from the wait, one point whatever percent of uh, the naysayers, but that's fine. It's fine. Um, but if you don't like a particular Van Halen song, you know, we we appreciate the uh, constructive criticism. We appreciate the feedback. So if uh, you have a good reason and you're not going to be a dick about it, don't be shy. Let us know. Let us know in the comments on the poll. God knows uh, the guys that typically uh, tweet out and comment on these songs are not afraid to share their opinion even if it's negative. So don't be afraid to share it, but you know, just do it respectfully. Don't be just atrociously, uh, asshole about it. That's all we ask. Um, but nevertheless, no hate, uh, going towards little guitars. And I expected no less incredible, uh, incredible voting results though. Kind of wish that was the results for unchained, but it's over. It's done. It's in the past. We'll move on. We'll just, uh, but now I'm worried about how songs like right now are going to be judged. I'm worried about what ain't talking about love is going to be judged by because those songs are near and dear to my heart. So if it's not voted a certain way, Mark might just lose it, but eh, maybe not. We'll see. We'll find out if it happens in the live show, you're really going to see what it's like. So be sure to uh quick segue February 25th, tune into the live show for Fuck It February because it's going to get crazy, I'm sure. Uh, but with that being the case now, Corey, it's time to actually get into the show. What do you say? What do you say we do the thing that we love to do? And that is, say it with me, everybody, raise your glass, manifestations. Yay. It's everyone's favorite part where we <laughs> manifest a song and it, typically doesn't happen the way we want it to <laughs> uh, unless you're Corey, because Corey has called us has shot his shot twi uh three, three times. times three times and he's and it's happened it has not happened for me at all so so i'm just gonna go straight to Corey. Corey, tonight uh we have we have two amazing guests on the show we're ready to get down on some van halen tunes what song do you want to manifest for this show well kelsey's here and I love Kelsey. She's one of my favorite people and our favorite guest. And uh, I love you I, guys too. <laughs> I, I get the feeling you're, are you a fair warning fan? Not at all. <laughs> I, I, I know you have an affinity for that album. And, and so I'm thinking maybe hear about it later. 
would be great to get. I have a fit. My first Van Halen tattoo is, is fair warning. It's on my oh, wrist. Nice. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So hear about it later. That's my manifestation for tonight. Ooh, all right. All right. Now, remember, Good Jeff stuff, doesn't right? know a lot of Van Halen. So maybe we'll just uh, just ask him, uh, pick a front man. Uh, who do you want to hear sing tonight? <laughs> David Lee Roth, Sammy Hagar, or Gary Sharon? Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one, but it's a That's, different show. That is Maybe on fucking yeah. February, oh, so. we'll do Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> Margaritaville. <laughs> unless, unless there happens to be a recording of Jimmy Buffett covering Van Halen. I don't know if it exists. Oh, we got to try right. and find that now, yeah. Yeah. Oh wow, wow, wow! That would be incredible. Uh, I I don't know. How about y'all take my my manifestations and and split it three ways and share it amongst yourselves? Well, that's nice. Uh, really, really. Uh, I I I just want to hear a song I haven't heard before, which is probably going to be the majority of them. Considering so jump I, is off the wheel, yeah. yeah. I'm thinking you're you've never heard whatever this is going to be. So I'm so excited for you. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a good chance you might hear uh, one of their big hits, but uh, we've done a lot of their big hits already. So we'll I don't know. We will see if the wheel wants to be kind to you, Jeff, because typically she's not kind to us. Uh, but uh, Kelsey, you already heard from Corey. He is manifesting a fair warning track. How about you? What do you want to talk about on the show? Well, it's so funny because I was going to say, hear about it later. <laughs> that was literally, I was like looking at that and I was like, oh my God. Um, but if not that, I would love to hear, if it's Dave, I would love to hear Girl Gone Bad. I will never stop talking about how much I love that song because <laughs> there's so many good ones on 1984. I feel like no one really pays attention to that one. Yep. So that would be my manifestation. That's a good All one. Right. And I'm going straight to uh, the fuck album itself. And no, I'm not manifesting right now, although I would love it. Uh, I want to hear Pound Cake. I just oh. really want. I think that would just be just a, just a good, solid tune to sink our teeth into. And maybe mm -hmm. Jeff even knows it. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but uh, yes, Pound Cake. I love Pound Cake. need to hear it. Yes, it's, it's anyway, a song. That, for the people reaching out saying, stop manifesting the big hits, manifest some deeper tracks. Mark's like, fuck you. I want pound cake. I want pound cake. <laughs> I so when I posted my yeah. like Spotify um like wrapped, pound cake was my most listened to song. And someone like replied and was like, Well, why pound cake? And I literally was like, What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> it's like, why not? Why not? Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's a banger. That's why. <laughs> yeah. If, okay, There's a person fine, if you I have need to, to uh, uh, just get out of your life. If they don't understand why pound cake, yeah, then really. just bye block yeah so. <laughs> a follow-up will be uh light up the sky perhaps then there you go is it is that uh not deep enough for you but whatever it's my manifestation you manifest who who whatever you want i'll keep doing me uh but there it is there's our manifestation so hold it deep in your mind really try to just make that wheel do what it do and uh maybe it'll be kind to you Maybe it won't, but we'll find out. Corey, if you're ready, if Kelsey's ready, if Jeff is ready, I know I'm ready. Uh, hopefully Sammy's ready in the back. Let's spin the wheel. Oh, wait, we got to prime it. That's right. So in honor of our good friend Jeff Saunders, who's doing his live stream on March 2nd, uh, that's March is the third month, second is the second day. Let's uh, shuffle this thing five times. One, oh, two, three, four, five. All right, here we go. Here we go. Coming up to, wow, this is way out there. This is, that's why I love you. Uh, I would have done Summer Nights, bro. Oh, 
So this is an unreleased oh. track from Van Halen 3. Oh. <laughs> oh. Guys, I have to go. <laughs> wow. Oh, dude. no. We're lo- <laughs> just like the router's too far. Oh, my go. God. <laughs> you, you wanted a deep cut. They don't get much deeper than this. Yeah, it's so deep. Oh, no one's heard of it. Uh, That's right. Oh, boy. Oh, oh boy. Well, I let actually, me just go I, ahead and. Actually, oh, yeah, do you I know, know this one, one. Jeff? No, do you no, know this one? Oh, okay. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a twist? <laughs> Jeff is unfamiliar with most of Van Halen's catalog except for Van Halen Three. Oh, that would just—it <laughs> would. I would get. I would be so infuriated, but I would laugh so hard just because of that fact. Um, I'm just gonna say it right now at the top before we even get into the song. Apologies to Gary. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so, but I don't know. Hey, look. We we have been pleasantly surprised at least once with this album, so maybe maybe there's a good chance uh, it can happen again. I don't know. Uh, right off the bat, uh, I have no connection uh, to this song. Uh, as as you listeners know, Van Halen three and me are not friends uh, at all. Uh, so I've got no standing in this race in terms of how I feel about it or what my connection is to it. Uh, Corey, do you have a connection to this particular track? I don't think I've ever heard it before. Uh, this is just uh-huh. one of those ones. Uh, uh, we actually had a fan uh, reach out and just say, hey, are you going to do the two unreleased tracks from Van Halen 3? Because uh, they were released on, on Japanese releases, so they're technically official releases of Van Halen. So I'm like, sure. Uh, so I was able to find it on on YouTube, and we threw it on the wheel, and we did one. Actually, one was from Van Halen 3. This one we're covering tonight. The other one, Crossing Over, was from Balance, mm. which we've also already covered and actually really, really That's enjoyed. Right. Uh, so mm-hmm. we'll we'll find out what we think about uh, that's why I love you. I'm just trying to find some trivia on it. Um, it was yeah, dropped from um, the album at the last minute in favor of Josephina. Oh, I see. Um, well, we'll go to uh, uh, the more of the resident expert on the band so far. Kelsey, are you familiar with this track? No, I have uh-huh. like steered as clear as I can from Van Halen three because like <laughs> I'm too scared. <laughs> so this will be interesting. <laughs> understandable for sure um <laughs> there's probably because this was unreleased there's probably a good number of uh of you folks out there that might not be familiar with this one whatsoever this might be a very fresh take for all of us um excluding eric sinich i'm sure eric sinich knows oh, this one up and guaranteed. down he probably has all the trivia knowledge he probably knows how they were uh or what they were what gum they were chewing whilst recording, probably. I don't know. <laughs> what um, Eddie was wearing. Yeah. yeah, he definitely knows what Eddie was what wearing. What Alex's like, mustache everybody. looked like. <laughs> <laughs> How many takes it took Gary to do this. Like yeah, just mm-hmm. all the all the all the trivia. So uh but that's why we like Eric and that's why we appreciate mm-hmm. it. So there you all go. Right. Um, now I, I I have to correct myself. I don't think this was on a, a Japanese release. Uh, I'm gonna go oh. uh to CL Trivers and the Van Halen Encyclopedia, a great resource uh, for Van Halen fans. And I'll just read his little blurb. Uh, That's why I love you. And he says, uh, this unreleased original was planned for inclusion on Van Halen 3, but was replaced by Josephina. Since the song was on test pressings of Van Halen 3 at Warner Brothers, it wasn't long before it became available in the bootlegging community. This was the first unreleased studio track since the Dave era to make it into public circulation. This was also the first song Dave worked on with the band when he returned to 5150 in 1996. So that's kind of cool. Gary and Ed wrote the song at least partially over the phone, disagreeing on a proper style for the vocals on the track. Huh. Interesting. Drama. All the drama. <laughs> All the drama surrounding this album, of course. I'm I'm not shocked by that. 
This is going to be interesting. What do you say, everybody? You're ready to hear a little That's Why I Love You, an outtake, a bootlegged outtake from Van Halen 3? I, mm-hmm. I Well, I think so. I hope everybody else is, so we'll, just, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Okay, well, right away, we're uh, greeted with a familiar guitar tone of Eddie, uh, but maybe it's just me, but the the mixing sounds like it's a little off. Uh, maybe that has to do with the fact that this uh, this track is, I guess, well, I mean, it's finished, but it, you know what it sounds? It sounds like a demo to mm-hmm. me. Like, mm-hmm. it, sound, it sounds like it's not a remastered or like a mastered and uh, completely mixed track it just it sounds like it was uh like well let's demo this out and see where we're at with it um which would <laughs> equals uh let's see if we uh like it or hate it and if we hate it we just won't put it on the album so i don't know what that says um but uh a lot of alex though right off the bat and then uh uh gary's doing his thing where it sounds like i'm not sure if he's just being Gary and Van Halen, or if he's trying to do a little bit of a mashup of Sammy Dave together, because the the vocal style cer- certainly gives me that impression. But uh, I I don't know how how are you guys feeling so far? Good answers, all of that, all of that. <laughs> Kelsey it, shrugs. It, it, it well... sounds it sounds very unpolished. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, I, I it definitely probably needed a little more work before they do it on a, a real real record. Yeah, this would have been on a test pressing, so it probably wasn't uh, mixed at all uh, or mastered in any Sounds way. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so does that mean we can do a different song? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kelsey, if my we, dear, that's not the show, if, though. Kelsey, get out. Yeah, if, if this was uh, if this was the live show, I might have I might have uh, uh, allowed that caveat. <laughs> This hey, just they don't solidifies. Know. We can just cut it out. <laughs> that's true. They don't know so far. <laughs> if, 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 all we. If All this means is that Kelsey a... has to come back for fucking February uh, next Saturday night yeah. and guaranteed to spend uh, not a Gary song. I, I pretty much can guarantee that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, I love Eddie's tone. Yeah. That's always, I like, I always say, I know I've said this on the show before, but I always say like when people ask me like Van Halen or Van Hagar, I'm like, well, Eddie always sounds good to me. So like now Gary Sharon is a different story, <laughs> but <laughs> But oh, I like, Gary. I know, but when I, I just don't think his voice fits Van Halen, like it's really good. And I think it fits like more like, not that Van Halen isn't hard per se, but like more harder, like hardcore rock, like versus like what Van Halen is. So I don't know. Like more extreme. Literally. Yeah, I, yeah, I was trying yeah. to not say that. Yeah. <laughs> like, nope, say it. Just like, yeah, the pun intended, like something extreme. a little bit more extreme, you know? Yeah. I but get yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I think like, I love like Alex's drums in here sound great. Like everything sounds, I just say, yeah, it doesn't sound like it fits together to me mm. so far. 
So far, yeah, it's still early. Yeah. When you said that Dave worked on this with them, Dave would kill this song. Yes. He would. Like this <laughs> yeah. sounds just like like if it was his vocals, like this would be this would be A1. Can't argue with that. I agree 100%. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I, I got to agree with, with Eddie. Uh, I'm, I'm going back to the Van Halen encyclopedia where it says Gary and Ed wrote the song at least partially over the phone, disagreeing on a proper style for the vocals on the track. And uh, if, if this was Gary's idea, then I agree with Ed. Uh, this is maybe isn't the best vocal style for this track. The music, I, I think, is really, really good. But, it, but it's, it's groovy. The, yeah, it, it's the lyrics and the vocal style that are really kind of taking me out of it. Yeah, me too. Yep. It's because uh, it, it sounds like Gary can't figure out what he wants to do with it. Yeah, so what tone? I, I don't know. It yeah. it really makes me wonder. I, I I have to wonder if if Gary had a completely different sort of vocal style presented and Eddie maybe said, I don't know, can you do it a little bit more like classic Dave? Van Halen? You know, hint, hint, like Dave, you know, something like that. Can you do it something more like that? And Gary said, okay, I'll try it. And this is what we got. Um, We're like, never mind. Uh, oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, uh, never mind. It doesn't work. And, uh, or uh, you might be right, Corey. Maybe it was uh, Gary doing this and Eddie going, no, I don't think this is going to work. Um, so far, it's it's not working for me. That's what I can say. Did he just really say another one what? of those who what? flew over the cuckoo? Uh, Bars. According to this, this uh, lyric sheet, My yeah. My goodness, yeah. Uh, bring back etch a sketch. Um, <laughs> I another one. And he didn't even he didn't even sing it. He just it almost sounded like he gave up. He's he like, just I don't sang know how it. To, yeah. I don't know how to sing this part, so I'm just gonna do. I'm gonna speak it, which yeah. screams to me. Uh, I'm trying to channel my inner David Lee Roth so bad. And I don't know if I'm succeeding. And uh, in hindsight, because we're listening to this post since, no, you're not succeeding in in that form, Gary. Not so far, anyway. If anyone, like, if anyone that's like follows you and listens to this podcast, I and knows about the song, and like we're completely wrong, I can't wait for mm. that reply, just ripping us to shreds. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I actually, I'm looking forward to it. I, I actually <laughs> yeah, same. Hope, I hope that there is. Because I, I would love to know. You more. guys blaming it all on Gary. <laughs> no, everybody knows Alex like... wrote those lyrics. Oh, okay, I didn't know. I've never heard that's, this fucking song it, before. We always have to clarify. That's why I, I even said at the top before we started the show, like apologies to Gary because I know at some point I'm going to end up ripping him to shreds because of however he's going to sound. Because 
the way he sounds on this album, it just doesn't sound like Gary Sharon to me. We're talking about Gary Sharon of extreme. This man is capable of some incredible vocals. We say mm-hmm. it all the time, but something about him recording uh, with Van Halen on this record just didn't work. And I think we can speculate all, all we want about the reasons why the biggest reason they should have toured with him first. They absolutely yeah. should have. Uh, to find a rapport, find a connection, find his, dare I say, voice within the band. Mm-hmm. Um, but that didn't happen. So, And here he is talking through the song. When you have Gary Sharon in your band, you don't have him talk through a song. Whether this was an Eddie call or a Gary call, it's the wrong call. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Even Gary shuts up. It's actually quite a nice song. No, I was yeah, it's that. exactly like I think we were all vibing. I was like, yeah, okay, yeah. that's a good groove. Like, yes, get more of that, please. No, and it then, sounds really good. Yeah, um, I didn't even mind the terrible mixing in that part in that section, yeah. just because the, the groove was so so well done. And we kind of have to ignore the mixing just because this is a, a you know unreleased, unreleased. track. Correct. So. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I said earlier, it sounds a little unpolished, but I but I think most of the unpolished part is is the singing. Uh, the <laughs> the uh, the music. Yeah, it, you're not wrong. I agree. Y'all, y'all, it sounds pretty good. Uh, but but that that poor guy. I, I don't think he knows what he what he wants to do. It really sounds like he's trying to sing like David. Which like, yeah. if you've I ever tried to that. sing like David, mm-hmm. David doesn't really sing. He just kind of no. speaks. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he but then that's like, that, yeah. like he has some great vocals like i think he's yeah. a great vocalist but i think he's a better sh- like front man but oh, yeah. um mm. no but yeah. like you can't like really mimic that especially with like the way gary sharon sings like it's not even in the same like realm but i think i think it just doesn't sound good from him like trying to mimic Dave. That's what I'm like getting out of this. Yeah, I agree. As someone that that is a master of bad impersonations, uh, <laughs> this sounds like a bad impersonation. Yeah, and you notice when, I when would... Sammy would do Dave songs, he didn't try to sing it like Dave. He sang it like no. Sammy. You, right. Listen to how he does jump. It's because or it's Sammy. talking about love. Yeah, <laughs> Gary yeah. should do that. Just be Gary and knock this out of the park. Not yeah, that's why I love you, babe. How oh, only you, babe. How oh, you pull me through, babe. You always oh, do. <laughs> I'm glad That's you hit David. that high note. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, don't, uh, I'm looking forward to the Pooh Bear rendition of, of, of Jump, just to let you know, Jeff. So don't sell yourself short. You got a week to practice next Saturday. Fuck it, February. Pooh Bear better be singing Jump. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Let, let's get back to this song. All Did I? Did you hear Mike That's... in there? Like, uh, I'm wondering because it was a, 
you know, like a demo or like a, a work print version, right? Was, uh, did they actually put the, the Mikey brought Mikey in for the harmonies? Do you think he was in there? No, no way. It didn't sound like it did it. No, it, I heard the harmonies. Yeah. I heard the harmonies, but I think it sounded that's like just, a temp track uh, though. That's that mm-hmm. I I think that was either uh maybe Eddie contributing or maybe uh Gary doing Gary um, doubling. You know, yeah, doubling up. Yeah. Um but that time, I don't know if you guys heard it or maybe I'm just crazy, but that time it sounded like Gary was trying his best uh Sammy Hagar. Just be Sammy. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually and thought like, that like whole little phrase was actually kind of good. Like Yeah. Yeah, um, it's I. Uh, Gary's driving me crazy on this song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, with the choices made. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of, one of the benefits we have that, that the listeners don't have is we have the lyrics in front of us. If I didn't yeah. have those, I wouldn't have any idea what what he was seeing, singing or saying. Mm-hmm. Nope. He's making it difficult with, yeah. with the vocalization. It's and uh, and again, we don't know who's who had the bright idea to do it this way. Uh, was it Gary? Was it Eddie? Is that what they fought about? Like, I don't know. But uh, all we can tell you is what this end result was. Um, but yeah, no, I'm with you, Jeff. I'm glad the lyrics were in front of me because he's making it very difficult to understand. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was awesome. I was going to say, That's that was beautiful. Good, yeah. <laughs> Loved it. That was Very fantastic. Good solo. Eddie always sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> good crazy. solo. Good uh, good kind of like a key change. And then uh, the the modulation back into our original key. Uh, very well done. I like that. Uh, you got I mean, maybe they felt like this song needs a, at least a little bit of extra flavor. What, what can we do? Let me try this uh, to help it out. Um, it certainly helps it. Um, I don't know Did if it, it saves save it? it yet, yeah, but it, we'll it, I don't know if it saves it, but we'll find out. Yeah, it's it, but it helped it. Can we get the version without Gary on here? Because I know there, <laughs> there was a moment right before this last section where Eddie is is just you know going off the rails, and it might have yeah, it might have sounded like there was another uh, a vocalist, or maybe Gary was doing something else with his vocals. But no, that was Eddie, almost in a way of him saying, "You know what? Your vocals aren't working. Let me let me try." Making his guitar literally sing. 
uh, so that it sounded like a different vocalist. And uh, again, like I don't know if that was the intent, but it certainly sounds like it. That said, well done, Eddie, because that was a very, very cool guitar work. All right, folks, we went deep diving this week. Uh, unreleased track from Van Halen 3. And for all the folks in the call, you're going to be able to see this. But please go to uh, podcastwellrock.com, click on merch, and get your Apologies to Gary t-shirt. It, it comes in a variety <laughs> of shapes and sizes. You can get it on a coffee mug. Uh, you can get it on a sticker. Um, although I don't feel like apologizing uh, too hard to him tonight. Uh, Mark and Meyer, I'll, I'll throw it back to you, uh, and you can get final thoughts, and we can start the voting round. Yeah, we should. Uh, let's let's just go ahead and start the voting. <laughs> so, All right, Mark. Let's start with you. Uh, Let, all right. Yeah, sure. You, you never kick it off, Mark and Meyer. Um, God, did did Eddie Van Halen save the song? Let's find out. Is this what dreams are made of, or is the dream over? I mean, my track record with this uh, particular album is this should be no surprise. Um, look, I, I don't, I don't know. There's just so much. Look, we're simple fans. We're not experts. I was not in the room when they were recording. I was not in there uh, during rehearsals for anything. So I can only speculate as to the mindset. I don't know whose decision it was for Gary to do the vocals that he does on this album. Uh, on this particular song uh, specifically as well, whatever it is uh, so far, it just it, in Van Halen three, and we've done quite a few tracks. None of it has worked except for like that one song, uh, but none of it's worked. There's probably a good reason as to why this track did not make it into the, uh, the final album rotation with, I mean, honestly, from what we heard with good reason, um, there's nothing remarkable about this. Uh, Eddie tries his best. Eddie is trying his best. The music, let me take nothing away from the way the music is structured in this song. It's actually, this song should cook. This, this song should smoke and just be really, really awesome. I reiterate what, uh, Kelsey said earlier, Dave would crush this track. He absolutely would crush it. Would this make it a Van Halen classic? Probably not, but that's Okay he would absolutely crush it. This song sounds like it would have been very well tailored for David Lee Roth, but also, you know, if it were during the Sammy era, Sammy would crush it because Sammy crushes. So I just, I don't under, I don't know. Something about Gary singing in Van Halen is just, just not working every, every time we go through this with this album for me it just doesn't work and although i love that solo i love what every what what everybody is doing in the band except for gary i'm sorry uh it just wasn't enough to save it for me um 
as I said, there's a reason why this was left off the album. And that's saying something. This is my least favorite we have covered so far. The uh, the album, I mean, Van Halen 3, as you all know. And if this one could not make the final cut, then, I mean, what does that tell you about their confidence level with this track? Um, and you heard it. You heard it right here. It's uh, it, it belonged in the cutting room floor. So, nope, can't do it. The dream is over for this song. So moving on, we'll go to uh, Kelsey. We'll we'll go with you. All right, you uh, you could find you could spot some things that uh, you were digging about this track, but all in all, would you say that this is what dreams are made of, and they should have just left it on the main album, or is the dream over? So, I first want to say, like with the t- way with like the way that recording is now and the way that mixing is now with some master mixing the song could have hit like for real like i think even if like with the like with the technology we have now like i said gary's voice would sound much better like i think the music sounds great like i would put this on if if gary wasn't on it <laughs> Like I would still jam out because I think Eddie sounds awesome and I think Alex sounds awesome and um, I think it all all sounds like a Van Halen song and I think it had a, had like real potential and I think if it was like put some time into it and maybe now like mixed and remastered I think it could have been a hit but I think like all in all I think it sounded great like it had potential to be like a really good song but they probably were so over it at this point they were like you know what I don't even want to. <laughs> They were like, I don't know what he's doing on vocals. So let's just get it out of here. (laughs) So, but I thought it was like, I really thought like, it's a good, like the structure of the song is really good. And the way Eddie sounds, I always think Eddie sounds good. (laughs) So I would have jammed to it if it was released, maybe not as enthusiastically if it was like, as if it was a David song, but I still think it was pretty good. All right, all right. Well, we're 50-50 so far. So, like, uh, a very very good diplomatic answer as to why. Like, yeah, give him the benefit of the doubt there. Uh, well, that's awesome. So, uh, I'm going to turn it over to uh, to Jeff. Jeff, uh, the the resident non-Van Halen expert uh, to the max extreme, uh, <laughs> if, if I'm allowed to say. Uh, but this... <laughs> Uh, this particular track how how did it work for you would you say that uh the uh this is what dreams are made of or was the dream over well uh so like as as we've mentioned before uh i i didn't really grow up like uh listening to a whole bunch of uh van halen didn't really grow up listening to a lot of rock and roll until i got older and and uh you know was able to um and uh i had heard of Van Halen with with David Lee Roth I've heard of the Van Hagar with uh, Sammy Hagar um I've never heard of Van Gary until <laughs> I started uh listening to you guys uh I knew I knew Gary Sharon from Extreme but I I until I started listening to y'all's show I I didn't realize that that he fronted for for the for this band um and there's a reason I probably didn't know that um, and, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but, uh, I really okay. think just, he just doesn't really fit, uh, with this. Uh, I don't really feel like he kind of knew exactly where he wanted to go with, with what he was doing in this song. Uh, 
Um, now the song itself, the music is badass. Like mm -hmm. you took the vocals away. I could totally hear this being like the background in any eighties movie, uh, especially like a, a fun caper montage. I don't know. That's what I'm seeing. <laughs> like when I'm listening to it, uh, with hijinks ensuing and, and all kinds of good, uh, 1980s, uh, flavor. But, um, the, the song I really like, it's just, uh, it's just the singing, uh, doesn't do it for me. And, and like, like Kelsey said, if, if, if they had the technology to, to clean it up, or even if they went back in the studio and maybe tried, uh, some other, uh, other ways of doing it, we might, we might have a, a totally different song. We might have a big hit on our hands. And as someone who likes to be positive and see the silver linings in the worst of storms, <laughs> I'm going to say, based on the music behind that voice, Well, good diplomatic answer, even though you ruined the format of the show, but good job, Jeff. Uh, but hey, oh, wow, look at that. I am I am outnumbered, and uh, I have a feeling perhaps I will be uh, continuously outnumbered if I know my podcasting partner. However, sometimes Corey throws us all for a loop, so Corey, you are the deciding vote. Is this song rightfully on the cutting room floor because the dream is over or are you just going to let grand optimism of Jeff Saunders and Kelsey pull you up to the clouds? Oh God. Let's go. Wow. I kept thinking the entire time with, with, with like a better lyricist and a better vocal performance, this is going to be a kick-ass song. Mm -hmm. like sammy would have knocked this out of the park maybe you mentioned sammy what he could have done with this if he would have got this music bed and and laid some stuff down on this it would have been fantastic dave of course would have killed it uh gary almost killed it uh in the other way uh because he was so bad and <laughs> I, I was i was writing that line the whole time or, uh, until we kind of got to that solo and then past the solo the little shit that eddie was doing i thought man that's really mm -hmm. cool stuff if i just kind of tune gary out if i just pretend like he's not there you know, there's really some good stuff here. And, and to me, that was enough uh, to upvote it. It's not overwhelming, uh, of course. Uh, everything you said was absolutely uh, uh, valid. Uh, and, and Gary, who I love, uh, tremendous vocalist, tremendous songwriter, love extreme, terrible here, terrible. Um, th this song was left off uh, in favor of Josefina, which is a song we haven't covered yet. So I'm not going to tip my hand on whether that was a good idea or not, but it's probably a good idea this wasn't on the album at all. Although if this was on instead of how many say I, I think I would have been okay with that. Uh, even in this ver even in this rough uh, version, I but, agree. But you, you know, for, forget about the, you know the the mix and the production all that because that would have got all cleaned up. It would have been Van Halenized uh, in post, right? And, and they would have mastered it all nice and would have sounded really good. Uh, lyrically, it's stupid as hell. Mm -hmm. uh, vocally, it's stupid as hell. But mm -hmm. the band is cooking. And mm -hmm. I guess specifically the, the boys Halen are brothers. cooking yeah, because Mikey's not playing bass on these, right? Like he only played, I don't know if he played bass at all in the summer. It's like two tracks he played bass on. And I don't even think that was him. Like, like I, I think like you said, Mark, that was just Gary doubling himself on the harmonies. I don't even think they, they actually recorded the harmonies for that yet. So we didn't even get Mikey harmonies on this song. Yet. You get all that in there. Um, you know, this is absolutely what dreams are made of as it is right now. It's barely uh, what dreams are made of. Oof. 
Well, I, I, I respect your all, all of your uh, opinions on it. Uh, and that's, you know, what? it's, I won't even say you're wrong because you're not wrong because it's, it, I, all valid reasoning, but yeah, I just couldn't, I couldn't in good consciousness say yay. It had Fair to be enough. a nay. Fair and, enough, yeah. and, you know, and for the last time of the evening, apologies to Gary, uh, but you should pick up that merch. Uh, in our merch store, <laughs> go, go to podcastwillrock.com. Check out that merch. We got a new shirt. Maybe uh, Gary should get that shirt and just wear it around. Like, these guys fucking rag on me every single <laughs> show. They, they do one of my songs. I'm going to wear their goddamn shirt. <laughs> Look, if it turns out that Gary stumbles across this show at some point and listens and and hears nothing but us, oh, you know, I'm just sorry. ragging on him, let, let us just say it's we don't blame you, per se. Uh, it's just... This just wasn't the move, my dude. Uh, but you know what? If you if you're a listener by some way, uh, please reach out to us. We would love to have you on the show. We'll talk about whatever the hell you want to talk about. Uh, spill the tea or don't spill the tea. Talk about extreme all you want, all the live long day. We'll do it. We'll reformat the show entirely just to hear you come talk to us. Um, and if you don't, then that's fine too. Uh, but there it is. <laughs> we did another Van Halen three track, and uh, I. I, I hope we are just one step closer to being done with it because it's, I am not, not vibing on Van Halen three. Uh, the, the journey continues, but uh, we almost got, we almost yeah. got year to the day and once. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We, we almost had some really <laughs> well, and, good bangers, man. And, and summer nights. I summer love nights summer nights, right yeah. there. Nice. Even big, bad bill. I, I would have loved some big, bad bill tonight as opposed to the kind of what we got, but yeah. <laughs> Almost yeah. everything. I would have preferred almost everything. Maybe, but that's just you know. Maybe even one foot out the door. You know, yeah. <laughs> that maybe would have even been better. You know what? Fire <laughs> in the hole was like four spots away, and I, I, I would have listened to Fire in the Hole. I, I dig that song. Or but the question is, oh, yeah. spanked. Yeah. Oh, don't go there. Yeah, spanked, spanked, Corey. Would you have preferred spanked over this one? You know what? Maybe we're gonna do spanked on the live show, and we're just gonna say fucking do so. spanked. Why not? Oh, I hope so. I hope. I hope we spin it. And even if we, even if we don't spin it, I might. You don't I have might to spin it. And say, it's yep, fucking February. It. Yeah, we're just gonna do it. It's fucking February. <laughs> just get it. You, you just want to get it out of the way so that we Maybe. don't have to worry about it anymore. Hey, we got this uh, one well, off the wheel. Not that's not a bad thing. That is not a bad thing. What that is, that's the only solace I'm taking is there's one more track from Van Halen three that's off the wheel, and that's probably a good thing at least for my own sanity and 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 whatnot. To all of you out there who are fans of this album, though, uh, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm just not digging it. So, so my it, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah condolences and uh, <laughs> one one more for the road. Apologies to Gary. There it is. There's the show. We did it. We've made it through. We had some awesome guests uh, to help uh, uh, talk about it with us. Thank you guys so much for being on. Uh, Kelsey, tell the people uh, where they can find you, what you got going on, anything you want to promote. Go ahead. The floor is yours. Um, You can find me on any social media, like Twitter, Instagram, TikTok as Kelsey Van Halen. Um, I just mainly talk about tweet how much I love Van Halen. I find really funny pictures of them and I tweet it. So if you're into that kind of stuff, <laughs> follow me. You talk about the Minnesota a, wild yeah. on occasion. Too. Oh, I do talk about yeah, hockey. Yeah, too. On occasion. <laughs> that's another thing. So if, if, you're if hockey, you love hockey and Van Halen, yeah, that's I love hockey. Know, I love Van Halen and I love Kelsey. I follow her Cheers. and everything. It's fantastic. And I love Corey. Thank you, dear. Oh, <laughs> there it is. I love you too, Mark. All right. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. I <laughs> appreciate it. 
lots of love going all around. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. Seriously, we, no, we we love having you, uh, Jeff Saunders, our our old friend, uh, uh, our our lovely man, charitable man, coming on the show, even with his very limited Van Halen knowledge. That's totally fine, man. We always appreciate you coming in. Please tell the people uh, where they can find you, social media wise, and once again, please tell us about St. Baldrick's. Oh, I, I, and I will do that. Uh, you can find me at Jeff Saunders. I should always write this down. I think it's at Jeff Saunders 74, but it could be at Jeff Saunders 1974. Keeping it on brand. Uh, I love it. One of those, one of those places. It's one of those. Uh, it's one of those. Uh, Attaboy, Jeff. Good job. <laughs> I learned from the best. Occasionally, I, uh, I put out some stuff on the Feeding the Monster podcast feed. Uh, but right now, the big the big thing is St. Baldrick's. Uh, you can go to stbaldrick's.org to learn more. And uh, if you want to look up and support our team from the from the homepage, you can uh, just do a search for Shaving Lives. And our team is Shaving Lives 2023. Uh, and you can you can make a donation to us if if you'd like to find uh uh, an event or a team close to you, you can put in your, your, your town there. And there probably is a shave event, uh, where you live. Uh, they do these things all over, all over America, all over the, the world. Um, so, uh, oh, is that me? Oh, sorry. Uh, no, so, technical issue. Never mind. Yeah. You can look, you can look them up that way. Um, and then, uh, for, uh, our live stream, we're going to do on March 2nd, uh, that's going to be around 7.30 uh, Texas time. I think that's Central Standard Time. And uh, it'll be on the Hillbilly Scribs uh, YouTube channel. So uh, that's going to be a, a whole mess of fun. And uh, hopefully, hopefully we'll have some familiar faces on there. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jeff. Thank you for everything that you do. Thank you for being on the show. March 2nd, once again, the Hillbilly Scribs YouTube channel, the live stream uh, cavalcade of characters. That's all I can tell you. Um, I, and again, the live stream hasn't happened. I haven't seen it, but I, I know Jeff and I know what he's capable of and I know the hilarity that will ensue. So do yourself a favor, uh, contribute to a good cause, but also be entertained because you will most certainly be that. Uh, you can find me at Mark the Bat on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I also run the and the podcast will rock uh, Facebook page, or at least I try to um, every once in a while throw it on there. Um, you can find, uh, as I said, find me on Twitter, but uh, promote if you are in the Nashville area on February 24th, Come see my Killswitch Engage tribute band, Rose of Sharon, play. We are playing at uh, a new venue called the Vinyl Lounge. Uh, so that'll be a very good show. We're playing with other tribute acts such as a Vulgar Display of Nashville, a Pantera tribute, and a Symphony of the Universe, a Black Sabbath tribute. It's going to be just a fun night full of metal, of songs that, if you're a metalhead, you probably know. So do me a favor and uh, come say hi if you happen to be in Nashville for that show. Um, and also, if you're listening to this on Friday, uh, when we put the shows out, if you, if there's still time, we've got tickets to sell for the uh, New Wave Order show at the East Side Bowl in Nashville. It's a whole night full of tributes, a uh, tribute to New Wave of the '80s bands like the the 
psychedelic furs and Depeche mode and things of that nature. It's a full night and it's all for a charitable cause. Come on out, listen to songs of yesteryear and listen, uh, you can look and listen to me act a fool on stage. It's one of my favorite things to do. So thank you. Uh, Corey, where can the people find you and where can they find the things going on with the show? They can find me at CD Morset. They can find us at www.podcastwillrock.com. Get your merch, get caught up on uh, past episodes, and uh, you can find us uh, at Podcast Will Rock on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, YouTube. And you can also find my friend Jeff Saunders. I was able to confirm this because he doesn't know his own handles, at Jeff Saunders 74 on Twitter. And if you're looking for his YouTube, where he's going to be live streaming, uh, it's at uh, Hillbilly Scribs on YouTube. So check him out there. And check us out Saturday, February 25th. Fuck it, February. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to do whatever the fuck we want. I'm hoping Kelsey will be there. I'm hoping Jeff will be there. I'm hoping all of you will be there too. Come on, log on. We're just going to talk Van Halen. We're going to have some drinks. We're going to have a good fucking time. And that's all we're looking at doing. Uh, coming up uh, on the coming weeks on End the Podcast Will Rock, uh, we have uh, Ryan Powell uh, coming up next Wednesday. We'll be recording that to drop on Friday the 24th. And then after that, we have our friends at the Deep Purple Podcast joining the show. Uh, Chaz, who's a frequent commenter, he's going to be on. Um, that'll be on March uh, 10th. That'll be dropping. And, uh, I'm still hoping we can maybe get something with the pot of thunder guys happening in the middle of the month for our live show in March, maybe March of thunder, uh, if you will, but we got a lot of great stuff coming up, uh, on the show. And as always, uh, go check us out on the deep dive podcast network. I won't go through all the shows tonight cause we're running long, but, uh, uh hit up the web address, uh, deep dive podcast Check out all the amazing shows. Uh, I know the boys on uh, the deep purple podcast have been really revamping the website. Uh, you can get the latest episodes of all of our shows right on the homepage. Go check them out. A lot of fantastic shows. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much. Uh, thank you to Corey. Thank you to Jeff. And thank you to Kelsey for being part of this show. Uh, once again, we are not experts. We're, we're not an, uh, a panel of people who are in the biz that know the ins and outs. No, we're just simple fans that enjoy this band called Van Halen. And we like to talk about it for better or for worse. Some tracks are better than others. And sometimes they just don't connect, but it's all love. It's all Van Halen and it's all fun all the time at least it is for us here at the show we are and the podcast will rock and we will rock you later